Today's podcast is how to leap into your dreams. When good things cross your path, do you accept them? Do you look for the loopholes or the catch? Many people struggle with accepting new opportunities, even when they wished for them to come. Why is that? We need to talk about this. My name is Nicole Magnus. I'm a certified high performance coach, a senior technical program manager for an innovation company, and a business investor. My goal with this podcast is to help you upgrade the way that you lead your life and your impact on others. Why do we hesitate when a new opportunity comes? And I don't mean just any opportunity. I mean the opportunity that we want and that we've been working toward. So it makes sense to move forward, right? When exciting opportunities cross our path, what decision do we make? So my question to you is, when exciting opportunities cross your path, do you leap or do you stare? When, we face, when we're faced with new opportunities, it can be exciting. It can also be a bit frightening. That's the nature of new stuff. We haven't done it before. We're not sure what the outcome will be. And often, the bigger the opportunity, the more hesitant some people can become. Listen to a couple of these phrases and see if any of them resonate with you. Wow, this is what I've been wishing for and working toward. I'm all in. Let's do it. Or, what? This is amazing. Oh, my God. Has this really come to me? I mean, it's what I want, but... I, I, I'm not sure what to do. I, I want to do it, but what if, what if something goes wrong? This is scary. I want it, but it's scary. Let me see what my friends think. Or, are you kidding me? Nothing this good ever happens to me. It, it would be great, but they don't mean me, right? Nah, it's probably a catch. This can't be real. No, this can't be real. I can tell you that every version, at some point, I could resonate with. The wow, the this is scary, and the this can't be real. Each scenario at different points in my life was me. And maybe it was you. Expecting and accepting opportunities is a developed skill. The world's highest performers believe they can attain the goal they're working toward. It's not just a dream. They believe that they can attain it. They expect to experience good outcomes. Most people think it requires luck or circumstances, but it's about mindset and action. Which action do you take? The leap or the stare or the reject? Stick with me as we talk about this. Quote, all our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. Walt Disney. Comfort to growth 
those are the steps that we need to make in these decisions when these opportunities that we've been wanting, say you've been working hard for a promotion, and the promotion will require growth. It will require you to do things you've never done. Maybe it's leading people or doing some new things that you haven't done before. You might be wondering, do I have all the skills? You've been wanting it. You've been working toward it. And now the decision time comes. So being in that comfort zone where you feel safe and you in control. And just outside that comfort zone is the fear zone. That's where the excuses lie. That's where other people's opinions sit. That's where that lack of confidence and that field of questions comes. If you can step through that fear zone, the learning zone is waiting. That's where we acquire new skills, extend that comfort zone. That's important. And we deal with challenges and problems from a learning aspect. And on the other side of that is the growth zone, because now that we're learning, we start growing. We set new grows, goals. We realize aspirations. We live our dreams when we're in the growth zone. That's where we want to get to, from comfort to growth. And when we move from comfort through the fear, through the excuses, through the effects of others' opinions, that's where our comfort zone extends. We want to get there. But there's some things we have to do first. What do you think you deserve? Many people dream big, but they can only accept the reality of what they envision for themselves. Let me give that to you another way. I can see a successful person. I can see a dream. And I can say, that's amazing. But if I can't see me with that dream, then it's beyond my perceived limit of how I picture myself. So each person has a perceived limit of how they picture themselves, being successful, being loved, living in abundance. Your level of abundance is based on how you perceive your limit to what you can achieve. And so our work here is to perceive a lot for ourselves. Oh, no, Nicole, if you give me a million dollars, I can perceive it. You might be able to hold it in your hand, but you can't live it. We've seen it so many times with lottery winners. They have a million dollars in their hands, and they, have, they don't have a million-dollar mindset. They don't have the skills to deal with that million dollars. So many people dream big, but they only accept the reality of what they envision for themselves. Some people experience amazing opportunities, but they'll get sick when they find out. They'll decide, oh, this must be a sign. 
so they don't go forward. Many people have opportunities come their way and they don't see them because they don't expect that the opportunities are for them. Oh, no, that's not for me. They don't really mean me. It's like, oh, you know, if they have this new opening, I sure would want it. And then that opening for that job comes or that opportunity. And for whatever reason, you think, oh, that invitation is not for me. It says for all people. No, they must not mean me. Many people talk themselves or ask advice for people who will talk them out of or who are uncomfortable with the change or the challenge that will come with that opportunity or that dream being realized. And they're well-meaning. Oh, they just don't want you to get hurt going after that dream of yours. You know? I want you to know that if we work hard for more, we will hit our perceived limits more often. Because we want more, we want more than our comfort zone, we will hit that limit more often. There are people who choose not to ever hit that limit. They will tell you, I'm comfortable living here. I'm comfortable not going for more. And what they're really saying is, I'm uncomfortable hitting my perceived limit. But you don't have to stop there. Even the highest performers in the world face perceived limits. No one is immune. Everyone's personal work is dealing with their perceived limits. And those who deal with them more often have better tools and are better practiced at going for it anyway. And that is the move, that is the decision, and that is the work we're going to talk about today. Anything is possible if you believe you deserve it. That's a quote from Shirley MacLaine. So I have a client example. I have a coaching client that would tell me, this is a good job, you know, this is a good company. I just need to figure out how to make it work for me. And I'm hearing this, and it doesn't sound like a good job for my client. And as we begin to unpack, why are you saying this is a good job and you need to figure out how to make it work for you? Started here, I have a lot to offer, but no one will see it. I don't know how to get to the something else I want. So this is really what's holding you back. You're not sure how to get to the something else you want, so you're saying, I'm not going to go for it. I'm not going to apply for the new job. I'm not going to take the chance and rock the boat because... You know you have a lot to offer, but no one will see it. So my question is, is that true? No one will see it. There's 7 billion people in the world, and no one will see that you have a lot to offer. That was my question to my client. No one will see it. And they said, well, no, I don't mean it that way. I said, speak truths 
to yourself. Someone will see it. I see it. I see you have a lot to offer. I'm not hiring right now, but someone else will see it if I see it. Other people around you have said, you could do so much more elsewhere. So they see it too. So is it true that no one else will see it? So we begin to work on, let's speak in a different way. I have a lot to offer. Here are the things I have to offer. And when the next opportunity comes, what's going to be your answer? And so an opportunity did come. And we talked through it. This is what the mindset that you want to take when it comes to the phone interview. Take a deep breath and remember your strengths. Remember your truth. Take a minute. Answer the questions. See how it goes. The phone interview goes great. Oh, now they want the other interview. They want it in person. Sounds great. Let's do it. You know, let's go back to your truths. What did they say they liked? Let's build upon that. My client has a new job that they see what there is to offer. They see all that and more. They're kind and helpful. And now I'm not hearing, I just need to figure out how to make it work for me. And my own story. I have to say, I've always had a, quite a bit of courage, thanks to the encouragement I've received through my life from my official fan club, which is my family and very close friends that feel like family. But even though I would take different leaps, my own perceived limits would pop up at the most inopportune times. You know, I'm thinking, I just want average comfort, but I don't need extras, really. You know, one vacation a year, no frills. Who am I to think I can have the love of my life, the career of my life? That's stuff on TV. Who am I to think this big when I'm comfortable and I have stuff and I have good people around me? Who am I to want so much? But yet I work hard for it and I work and I try and I work. And when an opportunity will come and the people around me say, I think you should take that. I'm like, I don't know. But that was me then. I did some of that work that we're going to talk about and take that first step, even though it's scary, even though I'm shaking, even though I'm terrified because it's what I wanted. And now I have the love of my life more than I ever could have imagined. You know, the career, actually I have two careers. So I have coaching and I have my technology career and I love them both and they work very well together. Never imagined that I could just wake up in the morning and I look forward to both. And an overabundance, overabundance for me, <laughs> in the sense, if someone said, what do you want for your birthday? Let's just get together and have a good time. I don't need any gifts or things because I can just go get me what I want and 
What I want is to be with my friends and to laugh and enjoy life. I wasn't always there. And I promise you, my friend, I will hit a perceived limit again at some point. But right now I'm in a good spot. My comfort zone has been stretched. And also when opportunities come, I'm saying yes more often because they are things I want. Because I'm learning to say yes. It's getting easier. So what is your limiting belief especially around what you can have, abundance, career, love. Let's talk about strategy. You have to set your mind. We talked about this. This is a mindset. It's not those people are so lucky. Those people have set their mind. So grab a piece of paper. If you're driving in the car, don't do that. But at some point, grab a piece of paper, write down, what do I want? And then answer it. Write down, what do I want? And then answer it. I repeated myself intentionally because it's so important to write down what you really want. What you really want. If no one's watching, if no one will judge you, what do you want? And are you willing to work for it? Are you willing to put in the time? What steps do you need to take to get there? Do you need to learn new things? Write that down. Do you need to change? If your goal is to run a marathon, you're like, I can't even walk. What needs to change? You need to start walking. So write that down. What needs to change? What fears do you need to overcome? I'm afraid of what people will say about me as I start my walking, as I'm sore, as I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know how to train, I don't know how to eat. So does that mean you need to get help? Write that down. There's someone out there who has started the journey similarly to where you are and who has found a way. Maybe their dream was a little different, but they did the same thing. They wrote down what they wanted. They wrote down what it took to get there, and they were willing to do what it took to get there. But here's the thing, here's the trick. What will get in your way? You need to write that down too. So you might write down my excuses, my hate of running. Because <laughs> I hate, you know, if you hate running and you want to be a runner, something's got to change. Your mindset's got to change. You're going to have to push through anyway because you want that end result. Your why needs to be big enough. So what will get in your way? Write that down. Will your excuses get in your way? The fact that you don't know how will get in your way? You know, people laughing at you, will that get in your way? Write that down and then set a plan. What am I going to do when people laugh? Put my headphones on and keep going. What am I going to do when I, I stumble and I sleep, oversleep instead of going for a walk? Get up the next day and go. So make your plan. What will get in my way? And then also, also, what will you do if you get close to your goal? If you get close, what will you do? Will you keep pushing to actually get there? Will you be super happy? Or will you sabotage it? 
If you make a plan now, before you get there, when you get close and then adversity comes because you're starting to hit your perceived limit, you're starting to have self-doubt, when your race is getting ready to come and you've trained, what are you going to do? You're going to call in your support team and say, make sure I don't make excuses and, and make sure I get there. But if you write down the plan, you're more likely to use your plan than leaving it to chance. So here we go. Now that we have a plan together, we've set our mindset. We know what our, our sensitive points are. We know what our goal is. We know what steps we need to take. We know what we're going to do when we get close. We need to recognize when we hit that limit. And we all hit our limits. And when we hit it, we know it. So you say, well, how will I know it? You'll know it because you will be so excited at first, like the first few minutes, you're going to be so excited. It's just pure excitement. Because it's aligned with what you want and what you've been working toward. And then you will spend the next five minutes trying to talk yourself out of doing it. All the reasons why this might be too big, this might be hard, I don't know, maybe I need to talk to somebody, if I just had a few little more, little more time. That's how you know you've hit close to your limit. And also, sometimes, the well-meaning people around will talk you out of it because it's beyond, beyond their limit for what they think of you or of themselves. And I mention this because we don't realize that. We think that some people are talking us out of things because they don't think we can do it. But sometimes it's because they think it's too big for us. It's their thinking, not because they don't believe you can do it necessarily. It's not about you. It's about them. Or it could also be that, wow, that's really huge. It makes me scared, so I'm scared for my friend, you. Either way, you need to understand this is about you. It's about your perceived limit, and it's about you going after what you've been working toward, what you've been wanting. It's a skill. Expecting and accepting new opportunities. So, your action plan. When it happens, when it happens, here we go. Two decisions you need to make. Just two. Number one, you need to quiet the voice in your head that's making up excuses and reasons not to. What if it goes wrong? What if people laugh? What if I'm not good at it at first? What if, what if I mess up? So counter that. What if it goes amazing? What if it leads to another great thing? What if after you learn the ins and out of it, you are better than anyone else? What if opportunities open up that you never could have imagined. That's been my experience. 
So combat that voice. Don't listen to it. Don't eat ice cream. Quiet that voice. Counter it with, I have tried hard things before and succeeded. And number two, you need to move through the discomfort. Move forward. So you, what can you do now if someone offers you an opportunity and your answer needs to be yes, especially if you've been working toward it, especially if you want it. So remember, these are opportunities because you want it and you've been working toward it. Hello, I'm here to offer you a pos- new position, more money, m- more chances to do good things. Don't sit on that. Say yes. Even if you have to say, my answer right now is yes, I need to go home and talk to my spouse, but I'm pretty sure my spouse is going to say yes. Say yes. Go forward. Make that first step. So you got to go. Execute the action. And then tell people who think highly of you. People that will tell you, this is exciting. Go for it. Positive people only. This is a crucial moment. You do not go talk to the people that you that will try to talk you out of it. Do not go talk to the people who are scared for you or for themselves. Talk to the people that will say, go, do it, go, do it. What are you waiting for? You deserve it. Execute the action. Make it happen. Here's a quote for you. I'm not interested in your limited beliefs. I'm interested in what makes you limitless. That's Brendan Burchard. Another quote, I don't fix problems. I fix my thinking. Then problems fix themselves. That's from Louise Hay. So my friend, now it's your turn. Face your limiting beliefs. Discover their origins Do it with a coach or a mental health professional if it's deeply rooted in your past, if you have some serious trauma that you're working through. But don't be afraid to get help. Because when you discover those origins, you can start working on strategies to overcome them. The third thing I want you to do, speak to yourself with truth about your gifts and accomplishments. What I mean by that So we'll say, oh, I'm not pretty enough, or I'm not strong enough, or I'm not handsome enough, or I'm not charismatic enough, or I'm not smart enough. Whatever it is that you're saying to yourself to talk yourself out of it, all your excuses, that's not truth. Somebody thinks you're smart enough, you're pretty enough, you're handsome enough, you're strong enough. Someone thinks you are because they're offering you this opportunity, or it's sitting right in front of you to take, to try, to go for. So speak your truth. I've done hard things before. I've come through it. You know, I've challenged myself before. And look, I'm still here. (laughs) You know, I've accomplished things that I know people haven't. I have special gifts that people have told me and that I have recognized in myself that I have. Speak to yourself with truth. It's easy to hear that inner voice that is trying to talk you down, but speak with truth. No matter how large or small your accomplishments are, they are truth. Work 
towards your goals. This is number four. Work toward them weekly, one step closer. What can you do every week to work towards your goal? Just one little step. Again, if we go back to that marathon, what can you do weekly to make a little progress? First, it might be just walking a few times a week, getting used to that. And then what does the next week look like and the next week? So that monthly, you're making three or four steps that are getting closer to your goals. And then repeat, repeat, repeat. And when your 10 months of preparation have come up, you will find that your goal is not as hard as it was or years away because you have made it a habit of working toward it weekly. So when that opportunity comes, don't be surprised because you've been working for it. Cheerleaders only. When it comes to your goals, your deep goals and the opportunities matching them, for you to expect and to accept cheerleaders only. You can share with other people. You can have them in your lives, but you don't need to talk about your deep-seated goals. You can talk about TV shows and books you're reading and food that you ate, but it's just not an area that you want to get in a conversation with when if you know they don't believe in it, they're not going to cheer you on. And that's okay, because you don't talk to everybody about everything. So cheerleaders only when it comes to your, your deep goals. And when that opportunity comes or something that looks like it, stick out both hands and grab. Say yes. Go for it. You know, if an audition comes up and you've been wanting an audition, go for it. Don't decide it's not for you. Face your limiting beliefs. Discover their origins with a coach or a mental health professional. Speak to yourself with truth. Work toward your goals. Cheerleaders only. Grab your opportunities. The more you do it, the better you will get at it. I'm cheering for you. I'm sending you the courage to accept the opportunities when they come to you. I hope that you can be your light and the light for those you care about. If you like what you heard today and it serves you, subscribe to the Polaris Life podcast. And also... Look us up on polaris-elite.com, polaris-elite.com. Have a good one.